Good morning. Wanted to get a market update to you. We've had a lot of data thrown at us here in the last few days. Uh, wanted to digest some of the data and get to you a summary of what we're seeing here. We started out yesterday getting USDA, est um, their estimates on U.S. and global balance sheets. No real excitement there. Um, probably slightly bearish, I guess, uh, if you had to look at it versus market expectations. But the market uh, held it um, held in there very well, and I think largely ignored the USDA data and went on to trade South American weather. Uh, we then this morning got uh, CONAB, which is uh, Brazil's USDA estimate. Uh, they came in far below trade consensus on the soybean crop. That's why we've jumped so hard this morning when that data came out. And they came in roughly 9 million metric tons below the USDA on the soybean crop down there, basically you know, completely discrediting the USDA data. So now the market is really scrambling, trying to figure out how small is the Brazilian crop. We've talked for a while now about losses in South America as a whole, around 30 million metric tons. Uh, this data this morning from CONAB went a long way in confirming that number. And now Argentina is in their own weather pattern where they are expected to be warmer and drier over the next few weeks. If that pattern verifies, we could be talking about crop losses somewhere between 30 and 35 million metric tons. So we have still a lot of volatility ahead of us on the production side. And, you know, while we're going to hit this, our next target on old crop beans at 1630, which is very exciting, uh, we're going to market just a little bit more beans there and hold out for where the next target may be. Um, but we need to understand here that this, this loss and the scale of the losses in Brazil have not only will reshape U.S. old crop, but now it is absolutely reshaping U.S. new crop prices. And here's what I mean by that. The, you know, if you take a billion, if you lose a billion bushels of beans in South America, and that forces China to come into the United States and buy more aggressively uh, our old crop beans. We need they, they need those beans, and they need to be replaced somewhere. And we happen to have those beans. So now we're going to try to guess how many old crop beans they're going to take from us. Our carryout, the USDA lowered it just a little bit, but you know if it's 340 million bushels, what if China takes 200 million bushels? Bushels that were supposed to come out of Brazil now need to come out of the U.S., and that takes our carryout down to 150 million bushels. Still reasonable, still plenty of beans. Um, but now all of a sudden our carry-in for next year is down dramatically. And they won't get beans out of Brazil, new fresh beans, until next February, March, to any consequence. So now they need to buy not only old crop beans from the U.S., but now they need to buy new crop beans. October, November, December, January, maybe even into February. So they may need to buy five more, five months worth of U.S. beans for next year just to get whole versus, you know, versus when South America 
brings on new beans for next year. So it's forcing China's hand to buy old crop and new. And it is, in many balance sheets, completely reshaping next year's carryout. And so we're several months away from knowing what uh, the acreage is going to be. But at this point, uh, when I noticed uh, that the new crop was starting to rally with old, and we pulled out of the new crop market, um, waiting for more information, I think this is what I was waiting for. This was the connection uh, that is now going to keep us uh, a little bit more patient on new crop marketings. So for soybeans, I'm now revised my next target closer to 1550 November beans. Um, I'm not waiting for that target specifically, but when we get in that area, we will market some more beans and we will probably be a touch more aggressive. We won't market just 20%. We might market 30 or 40% in the low to mid 15s for November beans. Old crop will stay disciplined. We will sell this 1630. And if this clears, then our next target, unbelievably, is going to be closer to 1750 uh, for our final target to market the remainder of our old crop beans. Corn, uh, again, no real changes in the balance sheets there. But if my view is correct that we are in the middle of buying more new crop beans, uh, acres, then corn balance sheet will be a mess going forward. And so we're going to remain very patient on corn sales because I think there'll be a knock-on effect with a massive acreage loss in corn that is coming. The South American losses are also starting to pile up on corn and so I do believe that our next target on old crop corn is in that 680-690 area where we will market a little bit more corn and I have no interest in selling any new crop corn really until we get closer to 640-650 so we're going to remain patient on corn marketing. Wheat, target still $9. Cotton, um, we have basically about another 10 days to go before we need to market the remainder of this year's crop. And with any luck, uh, we get that one final spike into the low to mid-130s. If we don't get that, sometime next week, we'll just pull the trigger and be happy with being in the upper 120s. Time will tell on that. Um, but maybe once we're done with the Goldman roll here this week, cotton can have one more spike higher. And we'll be done with that. Uh, old crop cotton. New crop, I'm still maintaining that where possible, we need to be 50% sold on physical bales for next year. Um, not going to mess around with this dollar three, four, dollar five, dollar six cotton uh, opportunity of a lifetime to get 50% sold. We will then back up uh, that with put purchases. Those 90 cent puts have come down dramatically here uh, as we hoped, and we should be in the process of buying 90 cent puts here today. And that is the market update. Again, these are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. Have a great day.